Blog Talk Good Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. It's been a long time since I've been here. I think I've started many shows that way lately, but I'm glad to be back, although a little nervous. This morning we're going to start with Be Still Thy Soul, and we're just going to collect our breaths together, joining my breath with your breath and with all the breaths that can possibly join at any time in the future is very refreshing for me, and I hope it is the same for you. So let's start with On a Mountain in a Valley, I Behold Only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melted. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I behold only God. Let's listen to Be Still Thy Soul. This song was written for the firing of the grid the first time that I participated in it with my grandson who was then 14. And we got up at 4 o'clock in the morning. For those of you not familiar with uh, firing the grid, it is where a group of people collectively join their consciousness for a change in the way we treat one another, for a changed mem of life. So let's listen together and breathe together.
Make me one source of light. Over the last 10 and a half years, every program that I've done here, sorry, uh, we may periodically have puppy barking in the background. Every uh, program that I've done here, without fail, we've started with that song. We started with the Rabia the Mystic quote to remind us that we are all connected and we are all connected to God because God is everything, everything around us. It's a huge responsibility to accept or believe that in any small way you are a part of God because how would that change your behavior? Is this how you want God to act? Is this who you perceive God as being? Over the last several months, I have um, found myself becoming more and more reclusive as I'm unhappy at the sadness and the negativity and the anger that I see being expressed in our country. And it's hard to act like that's not happening around you. And I read an interesting article. It may well be what prompted me to come back today. It was an article about the a group of people who were who have themselves been what some call the alt-right, some call Nazis. Um, and it, it's about how they don't want to be that anymore. They don't want to be white supremacists anymore. And, and the job of not being what they have been. And don't we all face that on some level? Perhaps not as it's such an extreme. I'm fortunate the only thing I have for myself is not that I am white. It is not that I have blue eyes. It is not that my ancestors have lived in this country, pil- pilgrims from Europe. Those are not the things that matter on a day-to-day basis to me. That is not all I am left with. I think that in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, one of the messages that I take from that is that we need to love our enemies first. And that is always such a challenge. How can I love someone who is talking such hate-filled talk? And I guess... It begins with loving me. And I love Be Still Thy Soul because it says it so perfectly. All that you are is within you. And how much time do you spend nurturing yourself? I would think, because time has told me or shown me, that most people think it takes too much time to meditate. And I'm going to tell you a funny story on me. Now, I came from a family of heightened sixth sensors, so I've always known that there was something beyond myself. But that's not the funny part. The funny part is that I recognize the importance of three deep breaths when I watched The Karate Kid in my 20s. Breathing in slowly. Breathing out slowly, slowing myself down so that I can have perfection in what I'm doing. Whether it's applying paste or spending time just breathing, 
and getting calm before I speak. Breathing in three deep breaths. And I would suggest to you, that is all that separates you. That is all that separates you from going into a meditative trance and not. Three deep breaths. So you're forced to travel long distances in horrific traffic jams. You need to attend. There's no doubt about it. But nothing is stopping you while you're attending from sending good thoughts to the vehicles around you. Nothing is stopping you. And I grew up in Los Angeles County, so I know the power of the gridlock. Nothing is stopping you when you're in a gridlock. And nothing is moving. Everything is at a standstill. For you to grasp onto that quick moment of peace and take three deep breaths and unite yourself with all that is. So if you find yourself trapped in a gridlock, or you find yourself reading the news too much and not spending enough time taking care of you, or you feel this anger building in you and you wonder what on earth is going on, take some time to diffuse it by meditating. Take some time to quiet your mind and just allow it to focus on you. Because the reality is, as much as you will it in your mind, you are not going to break up that traffic gridlock. As much as you would like for different things to be occurring around you, you do not have control over those things, only over yourself. Develop a plan for what you want to do about it. And as as much as you would like to change the past and don't want to be who you were, then embrace the now because you can be whomever you want. You are writing the script right now and you are enough. You cannot change the past, but you can change the present by stop trying to change the past and accepting that at some point in time, all you had left was that person who acted as you acted, and we've all acted outrageously. Maybe not to the same drama as some, but we've all said things we didn't mean to say or want to say or regret saying. That's probably a better description. We've all been someone that we don't like, but it's in the past. So we're going to focus today for a while on doing some meditation together to remind ourselves of who we are and to remind ourselves that we are enough just as we are. And we don't have to be more than someone else to be more than we were in the moment before this one. Every moment presents a new opportunity. So we'll begin with some deep breaths, and I'm going to lead you through a meditation, giving you some techniques that work for me. Life does not have to be perfect. 
for you to know peace. But it does require that you take some time and embrace peace. So as we begin begin this process, I want to encourage you when a, a, a thought starts coming into your mind and it wants to take over, put it on a plate. Act as though you have a beautiful plate beside you and put that thought onto that for later. You're not ignoring it. You are taking it out of your mind because there is something far more important than that thought right now. What is more important than that thought is this time for you. This time when you can unite yourself with all that is. And so we're going to begin. And we also are going to, as I was talking about um, earlier, as I was talking about firing the grid, we're going to spend some time working to fire a grid between each other so that I can inspire you to peace and you can inspire me to peace simply by joining our breath together. And I'm looking at my music because it's been a while since I've been here and I I apologize. I sat here looking at the screen for 20 minutes and did not pick a song, but I know which song I'm going to use now for meditation. You may hear it fluctuating in sound because as I talk, I will want it to um, ground. And we're going to start with Sky Scent by Anil. It's 11 minutes and 15 seconds. Surely you can give 11 minutes and 15 seconds to yourself today. And once again, as a thought intrudes in your peace, set it on the plate. Set it on the plate. Leave it for another time. Right now, we're going to focus on accepting that we are enough. And I'm going to lead you through the chakras, and I will invite you to breathe through your feet. What? Well, act like your nose is in your feet. So many times people get caught up in breathing and focusing on the nose. I'm not going to say you shouldn't focus on your breath. You should. But they get so caught up that they deprive themselves of having nice, long breaths. By breathing through your feet, acting as though your nose is in your feet, you pull up long, long breaths because everything from your waist down is very long. Whereas breathing from your nose to your lungs is not. So maybe we're just fooling ourselves, but it helps to elongate the breath for me. And I encourage you to try it. So here we go with the Niles, Be Still Thy Soul, excuse me, Sky Scent. And we're going to listen to it as, we, as I lead you through the process of meditating. And then I will give you some time to meditate on your own, perhaps with me injecting thoughts now and again. I struggled to be quiet, but I want to respect your thoughts of realizing you are enough to have made it this far. Earlier I said that life does not have to be perfect. 
in order for you to know peace. And when I said that, the first thing I thought of was a book, a story I read that a rabbi shared with me that was so beautiful that, if anything, it is the furthest thing from someone having peace. It's someone having chaos and discord and unhappiness and yet being at peace. And I am afraid that as I've aged, I've misplaced the original name, so I'm just going to give everyone names. And I'll tell you this story before we go into our meditation. There was a man, a very wealthy, wealthy merchant, who went to the rabbi and said, Rabbi, I want to know how to deal with suffering. I think you all would agree with me that suffering is the greatest chaos of all. When you're physically suffering, emotionally suffering, when the people around you are suffering, that is chaos. And he says, I don't know. I want to learn how to, to deal with it. The rabbi said, you need to go see Jacob. And so the merchant went off to see Jacob. And when he got to Jacob, or where he thought Jacob would be based on the rabbi's instructions, he saw a man bent over in a painful uh, disability where he couldn't stand up. He was struggling to do the things of the work around his house. There were children everywhere. The house was ramshackle and falling down. And everything was in disrepair. And Jacob struggled, was making uh, whatever it was that he was making that day, repairing a piece of furniture. And Ishmael walked up and he says, could you tell me where Jacob is? And Jacob looked at him and he said, well, I'm Jacob. Why are you looking for me? And Ishmael says, well, the rabbi suggested I come see you. That got Jacob's attention because he didn't visit the rabbi too often. He didn't have much money to share with those in need, but he had enough money to keep his family afloat. So he looked at Ishmael and he says, well, I don't know why the rabbi would send you to me. And they began talking about life. They began talking about the sun and the weather, all the things that Everybody seems to talk about when there's a gap. Been pretty hot lately, don't you think? How you doing? How you making it? How's your family's health? And on and on about all of the regular things that we talk about. But Ishmael skipped around the subject of suffering. He just did not know how to bring that topic up. Well, after they had talked about an hour or so, Jacob's wife came to the door and said, Dinner is ready. Let's eat. And Jacob looked at his new friend Ishmael and said, join us, please. And so they walked inside this ramshackle dwelling and Ishmael was used to having so much more. So much more food, so much more furniture, so much grander circumstance than he encountered inside Jacob's home. And he looked at the table and there was one chair and everyone else was sitting on the floor, on the ground. 
and there was a pot with one potato in it and it was sitting in the middle of the table and Jacob's wife was standing there smiling proud that she was offering food to her family and to Ishmael Ishmael sat down and Jacob insisted that he stand instead of sitting on the ground sit in the chair and Jacob took the seat that Ishmael had occupied and there were children and they were making children noises and there was a loaf of bread and everyone was eyeing it with excitement there were a lot of people there and Ishmael's wife excuse me Jacob's wife I'm pretty certain the man I'm calling Jacob really was Ishmael I hope that doesn't run the story for you but uh, Jacob's wife began dishing out the food and he put she put the potato into Ishmael's bowl Ishmael the merchant's bowl and she gave everyone else potato broth and they were so excited and they were sopping it up with their bread and they were hungry and they were all the sounds that one hears at a meal that is being well received and Ishmael ate the potato and sat there and he was full and so was everyone else and finally Jacob looked at him and he said why did the rabbi send you to see me and Ishmael looked at him and he said the rabbi sent me because he said you could teach me how to deal with suffering Jacob's eyes shot open wide and he looked at Ishmael and he said what well the rabbi is mistaken I know not how to deal with suffering I am so blessed I have a wonderful house over my head a beautiful wife beautiful healthy children and a new friend who joined me for supper what do I have to suffer about How often do we fail to look at what we have because we are yearning so much for what we don't have? And with that, I'm going to turn on Sky Scent, another song that was written that has the sounds in it, the chords in it that should resonate with all people on a spiritual level. And I will lead you through meditation on how you have enough and you are enough to have made it to this point. And now you get to write the script of who you choose to be. Sky Scent. So as you sit, get into a comfortable position, lay down. I don't care. I've had some people tell me they lay down while they're doing the show that I would fall asleep, but they don't. I have people who sit in a meditative posture with their legs crossed. I have people who just have their legs hanging down on the chair. Whatever ever feels comfortable for you. And I'd like you to begin to breathe through your legs, through your feet. Let's pull the air up the front of your calf up your thigh and then have it cross down to your buttocks and come to the tailbone you are now at the base chakra the base chakra is the zone of fear 
It comes from the earth. And I want you to send that fear back into the earth from whence it came. So that you are sitting on a fearless space. And I want you to infuse your breath with fearlessness. Remember, you are enough. There is nothing that you have said or done at this point to doom you. You are enough. So, with your fearless breath, let's move it up to the sacral chakra, the zone of creativity. Not only do we create children in this zone, but also we have all of our creative energy there. Linger there with your fearless breath. How can you more creatively look at your world to feel the peace of it blossoming out? To feel the joy that you can create, the beauty of the moment, the sun glistening off of a leaf, off of a cup, off of a window. What is there about your life that you treasure? And be creative. Allow that to begin to create peace as fearless energy infuses your sacral chakra. And now pull the fearless, creative energy up. And you're going to come into the solar plexus, that area between your heart and, and your belly button, basically. And in the solar plexus, that is the zone of healing. There's so much to heal physically and emotionally around you. If you feel like you're in chaos and you need to release that chaos to the spirit and the power of, your, of the breath, your creative, your fearless, creative, forgiving, or excuse me, healing breath, feel the yellow energy of the solar plexus coursing through your body. Feel your breath beginning to vibrate, beginning to glisten with the yellow healing energy that you are inviting into yourself or you are awakening from within yourself is probably a better statement. Now, pulling your fearless, creative healing energy come up to your heart. This pulsating green energy, and we're going to pause there for a moment. Feel your heart, which so often becomes stripped of love for oneself. Many times we're told that's conceit, but if you don't love yourself, how can you love others? Love others as you love yourself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I'm going to ask you to pause there and feel the energy of fearless, creative, healing breath circling your heart, opening up the chambers. And relax, sit back, and feel a pillar of love coming out of your heart. 
a light of bright, clear energy with glistening spots of green of love. Think about those you love. Think about the joy that they bring in your life. Think about the joy that you can bring in their lives. Feel the energy. Fearless, creative, healing energy circling your heart. You are sipping in breath and you are quietly breathing out breath just as a singer would. So you do not need to feel as though you are strangling. Instead, you are filling up with this joyful energy within you. A fearless, creative, healing, loving energy as you move up and you will come to your throat, your throat chakra. For me, so much occurs from the words we have spoken. It takes 10 seconds to say words that will last for thousands of years. Breed discontent and hatred amongst us. So bringing fearless, creative, healing, loving energy up to your throat let's focus on forgiving for a moment let's start with forgiving ourselves for our careless words our unloving words our unkind words know that we are worthy of forgiveness that we are never alone we are always all one with all that is, with the God that is within us and with the God that is in others. So we're going to spend a little time in forgiveness. And I'd like you to reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of a fellow listener. If one is not there, one will be there someday. So just hold that listener's hand and reach out your non-dominant hand and hold the hand of another listener and now I want you to invite your God God as you know God to be to sit between you so that you now are holding the hand of God with your dominant hand who is your God who is holding the hand of a fellow listener who is holding the hand of his God who is holding the hand of a fellow listener and as that multiplies that energy multiplies around the circle feel the energy of that and feel that coursing through you as God holds your hand and forgives you for all that you have said and done in the past as you become refreshed
Feel that energy. Feel the pulsating energy of God holding your hand and your neighbor's God holding your hand. So you are holding your God's hand and you are holding your neighbor's God's hand as the circle comes to closure. And now I would like you to begin imagining yourself in a place of peace for you. And that place can be wherever you want. I always know when I'm in a place of peace because I can take a nap there, no matter what time of day. I used to leave my office and go out to this place where this tree grew alone in this rolling landscape of heat. And I would sit there and I would look at it. And no matter what the weather was outside, hot or cold, as I was looking at that tree and breathing, I would find myself falling asleep and at peace, safe. And here we are in this circle. Man, God, human, God, human, God, human, God. What more safety can we have as we breathe together and imagine yourself in your zone of peace? And I would like you there, please, to begin inviting those people that you want to forgive, those who have harmed you with your words. They line up so that you can hug them and also those that you have harmed with your words. Begin lining up and begin the process of forgiving and removing that negative energy that surrounds us. And I'm going to switch to the journey because that's what we're beginning, a journey of forgiveness here. And as they come up, say those words aloud. Forgive me or I forgive you. As those you have harmed intermixed with those who have harmed you. And you have a line of people from your life there together. And they're not talking about how you've harmed them or they've harmed you. Because often people harm each other because they want to get even. Instead, they're talking about forgiveness. Feel the forgiveness, the forgiving arms encircling you as you're on this journey of forgiveness, forgiving yourself for having hurt others and others for having hurt you. Your line is long and I'm going to give you a few minutes, two minutes, because I want you to feel how long two minutes of meditation can be. I'm going to give you two minutes to just embrace and forgive. 
And the whole time your energy level is being increased. As you can feel the energy of being surrounded by God. The line is coming to an end and you feel the exuberant joy of having been forgiven and having forgiven. You see the people for who they are, not who you thought they were, but who they actually are. You see their similarities with you and you know you are enough. And now take your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving breath and pull it up to the center third eye, the space between your eyes and your fore- on your forehead, the zone of manifestation and manifest Feel the electricity of the energy as you decide who you are going to be today and every day hereafter. Knowing that you cannot manifest perfection, you can try. But too often we get disappointed by the imperfection of humanity. So manifest your best self into the future. Your forgiving self, your loving self your healing self, your creative self, your fearless self. Brave enough to be all that you can be. And now pull your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting breath up 
to your crown chakra and imagine yourself lifting a baseball cap as that breath comes cascading into your crown chakra and your breath joins with the breath of all that is. Feel your breath going through the piper tubes of all that is and feel your breath unifying with the breath of God. Feel the peace of being one with all that is as your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting, divinely inspired breath circles the universe with our breaths joins with the wind to create change. And now, as you breathe out, slowly breathe your uniquely inspired breath. Go past your crown chakra, your manifesting zone, this uniquely inspired breath going down your spine, taking with it the woes of life and reminding you that you are enough in all that you do. You've made it to this point. You have made it to this point of complete union and peace. Allow your deep breaths to go down your spine and out your feet. Feel the joy. Slowly let go of your neighbor's God and feel your God reach behind you and capture you in a hug of love. As you allow your divine purpose to become you, As you see past differences and embrace similarities. Breathing out, I am enough. Breathing in, I am loved. I have set this for a short show today. You may continue to meditate in my absence, 
or alternatively, you will join me next week when we can meditate again. Thank you.